And welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. My guest of the evening is a community visionary advocate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Carrie Allen. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for joining me. It's a, it's an honor and privilege to have you here. Oh, well, I feel so honored to be here. So thank you for having me. It's, a, it's totally an honor. So let's jump right to it. You're, 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 uh, explain to me and, and the audience what's, what's, what's your goal? You're a community vision, uh, activist, advocate. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I kind of anchored on that because honestly, I couldn't quite figure out what do I do? Um, yeah. and who am I and what am I working on and how does that all connect? Because I really have so many interests and passions in so many different directions. And candidly, this summer, I spent a lot of time trying to knit that together. And what <laughs> it's one of those duh moments that you have. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I build community. That's what I do. It doesn't matter in what world that happens to be in. That's what I do. And my best friend, I said, had this revelation with my best friend. And she says, you didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, you know it sometimes, right? But you don't really think about it. And what changed it for me was really thinking about it as like what I do, what I bring to the world to actually right. help support the world. And um, that really clicked a lot of things in place for me. So um, I, I have a lot of things that come out of that, but what I really, really have been working on in the last couple of months is trying to actually get out there and remind us that community is a real thing and it's very watered down in the world that we work in right now and how can we remember how to actually be in community like true yes, authentic, yes. be vulnerable like my real self fully and what does that look like because a lot of that we've kind of lost in yeah. transitioning to the digital world and certainly a global pandemic that kept us inside and kept us away from each other and so I really feel like my overarching mission is to help us remember how to be in true authentic community and that it's it's a it's a possibility for us. Um I think a lot of people are lost in the space of well not for me it might be for other people. So right, so that's right. there's a lot that comes after that but um that's my really big big goal. Wow, that's awesome. So when when did you officially start um this journey? So, um, so my business is called the human array and that name popped in for me, um, probably in the pandemic or shortly after I had my second child, my daughter, um, I've had this idea and concept most of my career that, um, what has been most beneficial to me in my career has been mentors who actually saw me as a whole human, which meant that they didn't care about the job or the company or whatever it was. They were trying to help me be the best me and find opportunities for myself that were the best for my growth. And so that idea has been percolating for several years. Well, two years ago, actually like today, I, <laughs> which is weird. Um, I tried to quit my corporate job and I say try because I was so burned out and so mm. lost that the toxic work environment I was in almost wouldn't, well, they kind of didn't want to let me quit. So they kind of stood wow. in the doorway. Wow. And they held you hostage. 
Basically. I mean, it sounds insane. And like, how can I even let that happen? But I was so like broken at that point that, I mean, I would say it to people. I'm like, well, he said that, you know, we can talk about it again tomorrow. And they're like, no, you quit. And I'm like, right. They're like, well, what day is your last day? And I'm like, well, we haven't decided that yet. Right. Like little things like that. Like literally I couldn't get so they were just basically ignoring you, like not taking you serious at all. Yeah, it was wild. And honestly, at that point, like my health was suffering. I had various things happening. I had so much stress and anxiety that literally my body was falling apart. And so when I finally got to leave, and I actually had one of my team members say to me, this is your last day. I don't care what they say is your last day. You're off of all the meetings. I'm closing your computer for you. And I'm so grateful to those people. Um, and it kickstarted me into, I'm going to start this business that I've been dreaming about, which is wow. a safe space, a space for people to be able to grow, to be able to learn, to be able to be a human and learn how to be a human. Yeah, yeah. Right. And some of that started from leadership because this was a toxic leader that I was working for. And I was actually like the buffer for everybody in the company. And it nearly killed me, quite frankly, had I not seen it because I was just falling apart. And um, that kickstarted then a journey for me about my health and wellness, about my parenting, um, about my relationships, about just my own personal growth and releasing some old stories. And so now the human array has really morphed into a space, a conscious connected space for people who are searching for personal growth. And the most important part of it to me, because in my journey, I'm like, I need help. I want help. I'm looking for coaches. I'm looking for classes. I'm looking for resources, all these things. And it is so hard to find. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like, great. Supposedly everybody's become a coach. Why can't I find one? And if I want to find one, I have to kind of interview like so many people. It's so much work, right? Yes, yes. And when you're in that really, really, really hard spot, like that is almost too much to overcome to actually find the help that you yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think I think after I want to say after uh after the pandemic everyone entered in this uh entrepreneur spirit and where you know they're out to build themselves and because of jobs like yours and and like mine the ones I've had in the past just really disconnected us in a way and we're like when I understand when you say it's hard to find somebody because everybody's willing to work for themselves, but you know, sometimes if we unite, we'll be, build up faster. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Right. Like, and I think what's happened too is there's been this wave of, yeah, go do your own thing. You can do it on your own. And at the same time, this make all this money without doing anything. Yeah. Like, well, wait a minute there's like, there's balance. There's got to be balance in there. Right. Yes. And I started initially coaching and that was a really, I enjoy helping others so, so much. And I realized on that side of it, how hard it is to find clients. So what came for me is 
there's all these beautiful people that are trying to help people. And then there's all these people that are suffering that are trying to find this help. How do we connect them? Correct. There are a lot of, I like to say wolves disguised as sheep. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to help you. You're going to make a hundred thousand dollars next week. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure that that's really true or like, <laughs> um, and so purposefully the human array is curated, meaning that everybody that comes in from a like coach, a healer, etc., mm-hmm. has met with me and my co-founder because we don't want wolves to sky- just, that's all. Like we want mm-hmm. all the beautiful people, all the things from all the different directions, but we want people that are heart centered because if you're seeking support, I only want you to find the people that I trust are going to actually give you the support you need right. um, in that space. So that's how, that's how it's happening. And we're bringing in all these beautiful, we call them catalysts because I believe they're catalysts for change yeah. um, in a really amazing space that's a community. So not just a directory, you actually get to meet people like, because mm. I believe that community is a part of it, right? You may not even ever need to dedicate resources to a coach if you can come into a community that can actually hold you and listen to you and guide you to different resources. Um, that are available. And so that's what we're trying to build is an actual space for personal growth and professional growth and all the different types of growth um, in a community that is all focused on the same thing. Um, and I a healthy community. <laughs> yes, yes, a healthy community. One that really everybody, it's, it's interesting to me because as I've participated in a lot of different communities, um, I think there's some key components that make a really powerful community. And one of which is a really important lesson that I kind of had to learn in this venture is a real community, everybody participates and nobody's at the head of the table. Yes. Yes. The council as one, you know, one would say something, everyone, everyone is equal, equal opportunity, no better than anybody. Everybody's held accountable for the same thing. Yeah. Respect yeah. and love, a healthy community. A healthy community. And I would add to that that, yes, everybody brings their unique beauty to that community. And everybody's a little bit different as to how they want to participate in community. And so Correct. remembering that how I want to participate in community is not how others do. And I had a beautiful conversation with an introvert who said, you know, I want you to draw me out, but I'm never going to do it on my own. And that's Mm. okay. I am that person. And I don't need to converse to be able to actually enjoy the community. And that was kind of a really important lesson for me because otherwise I would have been worried that, oh, he's not enjoying the community. He's not getting anything out of it. Right. Because I'm assuming that he's like me and maybe something's shutting him down. But the reality is everybody participates in community and needs something different from community. So honoring that too. Right. So yes, everybody has a seat at the table and everybody is equal in that sense. And also honoring that everybody's different. Yeah. And needs something different out of the space too and contribute something different too. Correct. 
So when when you look for individuals to join your organization, like what are what are some things like for those who who are listening or watching uh, the show, like just to get an idea? So maybe if they fit their criteria, they can reach out and perhaps uh, join your, your amazing organization. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Um, so uh, when we talk about catalysts, those that are offering something to support others, that could be anything such as coaching, life coaching, mindset coaching, uh, yeah. coaching, things like that. It's really helping to bring out the best in others. Um, that could be uh, a practitioner or a healer of sort. There's uh, a lot of people who do breath work or movement, fitness, health and wellness, um, nutritionists, things like that. We really want to bring a space that is really well-rounded to be able to help people wherever they come in, right? Yeah. Because this world is a little bit different for everybody and, um, and yet it's all connected, right? right and so yes. it's, as you start the journey, it's like, oh, and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Um, so how can we have that? So if you feel like you're a catalyst in any way, I'd love to learn more about you um, and connect with you and hear what you hope to bring into the world and the change you hope to see. Um, and then on the seeker side, if you're feeling like you're alone, if you're feeling like you're not in a space where you know what to do next. I think that there's a couple um, phases that happen. One is the intense swirl where you can't even take a next step, right? You're you're so deep in it. I relate to that from my career perspective. I fortunately had some ridiculous idea that I was going to launch this business on the side while I was burned out from this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how we all think at first. Yeah, right? Like, yes, sure. I'm not sure in what world I was going to do that. And so I had hired a business coach to be like, yes, okay, let's do this. And I'm going to launch that. And as soon as that gets launched, then I'll quit this job. And our first session, she was like, can, can we do a meditation? I was like, sure. Why not? <laughs> and I cried through the entire thing. No, it's not, it's not impossible, right? It's just when you're trying to create something that's positive and organic it's it's not best to create it while you're you're having these emotional imbalance when you're burned out it's just it doesn't feel right so you know you had to get that out of the way and be able to to you know it's like a flower or a seed that you plant and you gotta you know let it grow yeah yes absolutely and i think you make a great point which is um you can't create something beautiful from that really hard, dark space because you kind of need to shine the light, right? Yes, and like, yes. how can I shine the light when I can't even find the light at this point? Like yes, I am so yes, yes. buried, right? So I love that analogy from like the seed, right? So it goes into the ground, it's in the dark, but what does it look for? It has to look for the light and it has to find the light before it can actually create the plant and the bloom. Correct. Um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, um, yeah, so I had to kind of do my own work first, right? I had to, okay, like, because all those things were blocking me creatively. I mean, energy just, I mean, I quit and I had to sleep. Like, I was yeah. just so burned out. Um, and I'm so grateful for her because 
I don't know how long it would have taken me to see it on my own if she hadn't helped me see that. And, um, and I think that is a huge catalyst for my own change and why I'm so passionate about bringing this into existence is I, she changed my life. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, you're a parent, so you'll relate to this. My son um, earlier that summer had said this, and I just dismissed him. And then it happened again after I started working with my coach. And this time I heard him, what he really meant. And what he said both times was, Mommy, why don't you smile? Mm, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And, you know, I rejected it the first time because, as you can tell, I'm generally a very, like, happy, smiling, like, that's... Yes, kind of yes. <laughs> so I was like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. But what he saw, I was just a shell. Like, I was just a robot. I wasn't really anything. Yeah. And, uh, the second time he said it, it really, it stuck with me. It's like, okay, I have, I, this is not how I want to go through my life. This is not, I want to enjoy my kids. I want to enjoy yeah. them being young, all this stuff. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm going through the motions. And certainly I was not being a great parent through that. Right. Because I, my patience was then kind of all of the things. So yeah. I, ironically is that that's you know unfortunately that's the world we live in yeah. you know and we're like we we're not um really taking in the fact that time is just flying by us next next year you know they're 13 18 uh working at at jobs that yes they're probably giving it a great um uh, uh income you know help you achieve uh some sort of success but it's you know you're not happy it's the same routine the endless routine you know having the weekends off and you're like but it was just you know it was just saturday now it's monday again like yeah. i get well, it right? i get it i one thing that i've like been practicing as a part of all of this has been um catching myself every time i say hurry up <laughs> mm, yes why why are we hurrying right like that tends to be a phrase that we just say all the time like okay like do they need to be hurrying like they always need to be hurrying right they're kids they take them 20 minutes to do all the things right yeah. and and i don't want to hurry them like someday they will be able to tie their shoes and they will tie them and run out the door faster than i can even say goodbye right so yeah. what am i hurrying for now um so I've been catching myself and I've tried to actually remove that from my language, which has been actually really powerful. And instead it's like, if I need them to focus their energy and move, I say, let's, we're moving with intention, right? We're headed somewhere. We need to go there. So we need to focus our energy and our intention yes. on getting there rather than hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I mean, they don't live in time anyway. So why? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> why it means nothing to them right and I don't want to instill that in them like they should why are we always hurrying <laughs> yeah where are we going what's what is there so important to be at yeah what's this urgency that we have to rush through it um so that's been a that's been really important but they have also been really big keys to helping me find community and recognizing 
what community can really be all about. Um, my son has, um, he's beautiful. He has all kinds of really amazing skills. And one of them is he needs sensory input. Because you know what? He's a six-year-old active boy. <laughs> and a, good, a lot of pieces in this world are not built for that. And he inspires me. And so he inspired me this spring to bring more people together, moms of all these active boys that feel alone and think that they're active boys and getting calls from school, they're the only ones. It's like, we're not alone. And that's one of the first pieces of community is the value and the benefit of recognizing you're not alone. Yeah. Somebody else is also going through something similar and can relate to what you're experiencing. And the more we can actually get together and recognize that, the more we can create change in our own life to not feel so isolated, to actually be able to talk through different strategies, certainly get access to additional mm-hmm. resources, right? Like I almost think of like a network of communities that we're building as like a human internet, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I could spend all this time on Google, but that's just me. There's no filter. This is, I come together with maybe 10 moms that are all dealing with the same situation, whatever that happens to be. And great. Now this mom suggests, oh, I read this article or, oh, listen to this podcast, or I went to this program or we explored this new gym in town, right? All these different things. And all of a sudden your really hard situation creates this beautiful community of people that are there to support you, lift you up when you're having a hard day and also receive your value that you can bring to the community too. And, um, I just really believe I can't help it. I get really like, this is what we need in the world. Like this is going to help fix all the things that are like yeah, falling yeah. apart in the world. <laughs> a sense of a, a sense of community, but support within the community. Like I had this, I can't remember his name. It's probably because I can't pronounce it correctly. So I'm not gonna try. But I was talking to this gentleman. He's he's a psychologist. He's he studies feelings and and, and anxiety and all this and. He was saying that one of the things we we've lost as people is you know valuing relationships, and, and and you know, but also not identifying what are valuable relationship. What are what are the relationship in where you have to, you know, you have to realize what they are. What are the keys? I don't know what what are the flags to show you this is a value relationship as a friend, as a spouse, as a, you know, family. In order to keep it. And I think, you know, because, you know, social media, uh, pandemic was a big factor and we're, we're so disconnected. I mean, it's easier to do, you know, things uh, convenient through Zoom and whatnot, but in person, it's a different thing. It's a different interacting. And I think we've, uh, we've lost that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that um, we'll be bringing into the world in the next couple of months, we're kind of testing a couple of things, is how do we modernize community? So Mm -hmm. what do I mean by that? I mean, just as you were saying, we've lost this skill, right? As a species, one of the most important things to us is belonging, right? It's in Yes, acceptance. Yes, 
Yes. Right. And we have always like we needed to be together. Right. We run in a pack because we need the pack. Yes. We need the person who does the hunting, the person who does the cooking, the person that tends to the children, the person that's building the house, the, you know, like all these different components. And we've somehow managed to create each of them in their own silo rather than bringing them all together. And so um, I'm actually testing it with my little neighborhood because it's a beautiful little neighborhood. Everybody wants to participate. We have kind of some ad hoc, you know, a block party, Halloween parade, um, an ice cream social, things like this. And yet we all live in our houses and like it takes somebody organizing an event to kind of get us outside of our mm-hmm. house, right? Why is that? It's like, well, because the digital world lives inside of our house, whether that's the yeah. TV, the internet, the work, the computer, right? The phone. And so how can we start to modernize so that kind of these, I think about when I was a kid and I taught my son this the other day. Oh, I saw our neighbor out in the yard. You should go see if he wants to play. It's like, well, can you text his mom? I was like, no, no, no. We're going to walk over, ring the doorbell and ask. (laughs) That's what you do. You know, we have to have that personal interaction, right? And feel safe to say, yeah, I can just go outside and do these things. And so I want to be able to create kind of a bridge to be able to still honor the fact that we do keep our calendar on our phone and we do text everybody in different situations. So how can you enable that digital technology and create the in-person experience, right? Because, you know, in proximity, you're right there. We can all walk outside and I have to remember that it's booked on my calendar or I am out of town and somebody sends an update I don't want to have, I I have the value of not having to wait until I get back to my mailbox to see it, but how do we make sure that we have everybody's contact information that way? So I think there's a beautiful way to be able to create them in a synergy that allows us to actually be in person more and better and bridge that rather than kind of thinking about them as two separate things. Like I, oh, I'm going to do all these in-person things, but I but I do this all digitally as well. So how do we actually hook them together better? Right. You know, have have a balance of everything. I think, you know, convenience has made us a little lazy. And it shows like, it shows so much admiration and respect that you actually want to just, instead of texting, go out and actually knock on a door and say, hey, how are you? It shows a lot of uh, human within you. You know, and I think we need to get back at that. That's that's incredible. We need yeah. that. We need we truly need that that connection, that interaction to help create value within our community, mm-hmm. but also within ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the first community, right? It's yeah. within ourselves. And honoring that each of us are like I think of each of us as our own community because I have lots of different interests, right? I have all these things that I do, all these different people, right? And so if we can remember that we ourselves are kind of this diverse community within ourselves, then we can hold space for that and do some work on that to then be able to participate in all these different communities. And I think that one of the beautiful things of being able to create this bridge is 
we can expand beyond the community that's just right around us, right? Because it's awesome. I get to talk to you across yes, the world. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. friends across the world all the time. That's awesome. And I don't want to just do that. I want to do the in-person too, right? So we kind of swung the pendulum over here. Now we got to figure out, can we get it back to the middle? Yes, yes. To be able to have both and not not reject anything. Correct. What are what are like one of the things that you're you're trying to make this happen? Like are you gonna start a podcast or a newsletter or you know, like a lot of individuals do like Facebook groups, like what what's what what's one of your steps? Because there are there are many. Yeah. There are many. There are many. It can be wildly overwhelming at moments, but um so uh, two things. One, I do have a podcast, which is called The Great Connect. And nice. yeah, it's just. That's an awesome name. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's, um, you know, it was the great resignation, the great this, the great that. <laughs> like, you know what? This is just about connecting people. And um, so we bring people together. We have various different types of uh, episodes, really trying to just showcase like the whole human stuff. Um, and then the human array is the big thing that we're doing, which is inviting people into this space to come together in community in addition to personal growth, right? So for example, um, we have circles in there that are topic specific, and then now we're testing, okay, can we invite in a community that wants to have the technology to help support their existing community? Um, so my neighborhood is an example, right? Okay. We have this kind of existing community that's like kind of working, but it could be better if it could be supported. Um, so we're testing that. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of the idea right now is like, can we do it both sides where we can help an individual who's seeking it and help communities that like feel like there's something here, but they need a little extra support to make it really work for them. Right. Correct. Well, that's amazing. It's a lot. It's a lot to plan, create, build. But I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, I, I find it. I find it crazy that like there's so many, like I've had so many people on the podcast alone, and we're trying to do the same thing you're doing, and, and looking for that camaraderie, connection, community. And I, it's 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 unfortunate to hear that like it's it's been so difficult, so tedious of a task, because there's so many people. There are so many people and it is hard. And I'm not going to lie, like a big part of this business for me has been learning. (laughs) And I took an intentional pause this summer. So I technically launched the community in the spring. And I was mentioning that, you know, I had to kind of learn this lesson of participating in community because I launched this and I was like, everybody's giving me really positive feedback. Yes, they want to be a part of it. But I was bearing all the weight. It's like, okay, I'm going to set up these events. And I'm going to yes. do all these things, right? And I was not actually creating community. I was pushing it. And so, like, this came up for me. And I, my son was having a lot of challenges at school. And so, it's like, okay, we have a lot going on this summer. This summer is going to be about me focusing on the family, the things that we need to do. And in that time... I sat in three or four different communities that I'm a part of. This mom group that I created, 
couple of other groups of community members that I've fostered, as well as my own family, as well as my family, in addition to my in-laws, because we spent two weeks, nine mm-hmm. of us in the house. <laughs> and I'll tell you, she's like, move here. And I was like, can we move into your house? Because this is what it's all about. Whereas <laughs> not just living down the street from each other, right? Yeah, like yeah. Just living and doing life together. Like this is what it's all about. Um, and so I participated in these various different types of communities. And at the same time, I was like, so much kept unlocking for me of like, oh, I was pushing too hard. I need to participate in the community. Oh, I need to build this because this is what I want. Like, yes, I want to help everybody, but like, I'm tired of searching for practitioners and coaches and resources. Like I want to build it because I want it. And I think that that's a really key, important piece of community, right? Which is you need to need it, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's full circle. You have to participate in it. You have to need it. And so, yes, you might be the person who's the spark for that, which is what we call our circle generators in the community, which is like, yeah, I'm the spark, right? I had the idea. You're the original. Yeah. Well, that, to the point of like the different personality types, right? The introvert yeah. is never going to be the spark. Well, that's not necessarily true. I don't want to generalize for all introverts, but this introvert in particular was like, yeah, I would never do this, right? But he wants somebody like me to spark that and then invite him into it. And so- you need the spark to start the conversation, but the spark can't, isn't, shouldn't, is not responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a part of it. And so um, that like my business, like how I work is so vastly different than the like rhetoric yeah. as far as like what it's like to start a company, because I don't believe in that. And I don't believe that, if I'm going to bring something amazing into the world that I have to sacrifice my life for it. And if so, then I'm, it's not going to work because I'm just not doing it. I have two little kids. I want to spend my time with them. They're only going to be little for a couple of years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Health and wellness is important. Right. And so I really kind of believe that the integration of all of it is what will make it successful because it's different. It's doing it different. You can feel the difference. Correct. I I think, I think like you said, it's, you know, you have to do it for yourself and put it out there and, you know, create content, you know, whatever the case may be and keep, keep producing and let it out there. And those who who believe in those who gravitate, those who feel it are going to eventually fall through and support and follow and invest your time rather than because it, it's hard. Sometimes you have this vision, like example, like podcast, right? So I, I wanted to start a media company. I, for the longest, and I've uh, have endless, <laughs> endless meeting trying to figure out how can I work with others? How can we use our content to work together to start a network or a channel or something using our content? You know, it, but it's so difficult because they don't see the vision you have. They don't see the amount, the 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 uh, success it could be. Yeah, yeah. And it's it gets become it, it becomes draining. It becomes uh, some days you're not even motivated because it's like 
it's like it's like sometimes when you when you you tell so many times your kid to stop doing something and it's just like uh it, it, your energy just goes out yes. so you know you you have to be that pillar that foundation that that first spark and yeah. do it you know so that all the sparks short slowly but surely start appearing and be able to help you build your vision and you'll be probably more happier because you're doing it for yourself you're not you know it's not like the you know working in the um uh in the corporate world and where you have to do this you have to force to do this no you're you're sticking to who you are to what you want to do still continue doing what you're doing but also and this is the most important part making yourself happy because otherwise why am i doing it yeah right like I think that's an important check-in and you offered so much there that is really beautiful, right? Because, and I think that it's hard in the world that we exist in right now, because there is a lot of that um, hustle and grind energy. And to turn it off is hard because it's everywhere. Yeah. And so it seeps in, even if you do your best job, right? Like I unfollowed all the things. I don't listen to the news. I don't, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Thing in the world. I'm like, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> um, but all that like negative energy and that just like seeping in of what I consider counterproductive, you know, energy is, is hard. And so how do you then at the same time, say yep okay this is a hard hard moment instead of pushing through it how do you take a minute and say okay I need to recalibrate I don't know what that looks like let me just let me figure that out for a minute right because that's work too I think Mm -hmm. we have we have overemphasized what work is that work has to be forward progress all the time whereas actually spending time being talking with whoever that may be in your community and your school system and your organization, whatever that is, can actually create the right connections that you need. Yes. But if you aren't like in an okay place to be able to share that sort of stuff, then you're not going to create the right connection. So how can you do the work for yourself? Because that ultimately does the work to build what you're trying to build. Yes, yes. Keep working towards it. And so, like you said, it creates all the other sparks to exist, right? Yeah. Like you have to kind of do the work yourself. To... Yeah, you, so you got, it's, you know, it's, you got to believe in yourself. You got to, you got to, um, that vision, that dream that slowly becomes a vision that creates a reality, Right. You have to be the one, you have to be that pillar. You got to be the original one. You got to be the first and and keep doing it, keep doing it and doing it in a way that you're not, you're not like, you know, uh, you know, almost like just wasting your energy, breaking your head, doing it because you're doing it is happy. It it, it gives you energy, gives you life. Yeah. And they will come. They will come. Story for sure, they will come. Yeah. I think of it as embodiment. Like, and I think of like one of the things that's been coming up in the circles has been like embodied leadership, right? Mm. Like 
we can talk about all these different types of leadership types, but, but if I'm attracting people to me because of my vibe, then I need to be emanating the embodiment of what I'm trying to create in my business. Yes. Like, and therefore to your point, then those people will be attracted to what it is. And that's good because right now we're in a stage of, we want to set the right tone. So if the tone doesn't start with me, if I'm not embodying what I want it to be, because I'm pushing so hard to make it happen. Right. Then I'm not embodying what the space is all about. And then those people that are attracted to me will embody the wrong things. So I need, I have to do, I have to do my yoga routine. I have to do relaxation. I have to turn it off. I have to be all of those things because that is what it is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right. And so whatever it is that you're trying to build, like in your life, that's part of what you've got to get to is what is the energy that I want to give off? Because that's what I'm going to attract to myself. And if I keep pulling in things that are not quite right, I should probably look at myself and say, what am I casting off? Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want to sound like a, 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 uh, a salesman trying to push something on somebody else that, you know, when the beginning stages, it's hard to describe what you're trying to do. You know, and you're trying to convince somebody, join me, join me, yeah, join me, and you don't, you, you, you yourself don't know at times. So you gotta, you know, like an actor, you want to be a great actor, you gotta live an actor life. You want to be a bodybuilder, you gotta be a body. Want to be a, a podcaster, you gotta live that life, so you can find your own definition of what you're trying to do, and be set the example. Yeah, absolutely, and I think. If I could layer onto that, one of the things I'd say is I think we think that that means we have to tactically know what it is. Like you said, sometimes I don't know, right? Like that's the reality of entrepreneurship in whatever realm you're in, a podcast, a company, <clears throat> your own coaching business, whatever that happens to be. And you don't have to know it all because you shouldn't know it all. But you can still attract people with your vision if yes. you right? Yes, if yes. We're saying, like, but don't get caught up in like having all the answers because nobody You're not. Has- You're, not. <laughs> You're not. And I think that's the one the most like if you embody being an entrepreneur, that's one of like the most fun things to live. It's figuring it out. You know, put yourself in, you know, critical thinking, develop these skills you never know you had, you know, reaching out, staying informed, you know, the best part is, you know, enjoying the fact that you're learning and you're having fun. It's not like being in in school or in, in college when you're, you're giving all these stuff that you're forced to learn. You're on your own and you're, you're, you know, you're living life. You're, you're, you're grasping everything, everything you're learning and, and, you're happy. Yeah. You know, something. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's some myth out there that like, when you're done with school, you stop learning. Like, I think actually I started learning after school. Yes. Right? Yes. That's when I started to explore what was interesting to me um, and really open myself up. So I love that you're saying that because yeah, what are we doing if we're not learning? Like, what are we doing? Just sitting here like bumps on a log? Like, what fun is that? I don't know. Maybe yeah. some people, that's fun. For me, I I have to learn. <laughs> no, I, I love the fact that you, you started a couple of minutes ago there and where you, 
you turn off the TV, turn off the radio, you stop watching news because essentially these things just create worries and concern. And it's no different than you already know what's out there. You know, you live, you know, you know, so much in life, you know, that, you know, there's good, there's bad, there's really bad, there's really good. Like this is it's the same thing that's out there. So you got to put yourself in, in in a position where like, all right, so, you know, let's this, this, this check out this book. Yeah. What does this word mean? Uh, oh, I like this article. You know, and put yourself in, in in building a life that ultimately you're going to enjoy. You're yeah. going to enjoy. It's your life. And why not? Yes. Yes. Be curious. Yes. Be- yes. Something. Somebody says something that you're like, huh, I don't know anything about that. Like, go explore it. See what yeah. happens. It's you amazing. Know, as I ran, you said, be curious. One of, one of my favorite shows is uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, and and Apple TV, and he says he says out, be curious, go out there, explore, learn, and you'll you'll be uh, more happier. Yeah, oh, phenomenal show! So many good messages in that show. Like yes, curiosity, you know, leadership, mentorship, like that. A true, I think it's um, um, Leslie, whatever his name is, um the the assistant yes um you know a true mentor knows you're going to leave like a good mentor wants to see you be successful yeah 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 right like i want everybody to just find great like find what's like what's weird about you here's what's weird about me and here's what's interesting to me right now and what I'm exploring and what I'm learning and like there's so much to learn and so many cool people to learn from Mm -hmm. how can we start to really embrace our unique weirdness I guess or like curiosities right and what makes me me and what I'm interested in and ooh, you have something interesting about you I want to learn about that Um, yeah I think that's that's way more exciting than thinking we're yeah. all <laughs> I think we, we, we live in a world and we're like, we're trying to reach some type of perfection and, you know, like, you know, Hollywood and all this. And it's so dull. It's only, it's only when you encounter something that's so imperfect and that you feel so happy that it generates that spark that you're generating among yourself and where you're trying to push forward. All right. That's like, man, it's like sometimes things are so simple. It just takes your breath away. You know that my grandmother, when I was a little girl, had a quote on her wall. And she would say it to me all the time. How boring would this world be if we were all the same? Yes. Over and over and over. Just yeah. how boring would that be? And she traveled all over the world. She an avid avid traveler and so i just that every time i hear something like that that's amazing pops into the back of my head and i'm like i'm so thankful to her for just using you know embedding that in my system that yeah yeah that's amazing yeah (laughs) it's amazing it's you know sometimes we we get caught up on like forcing things that you know that chapter is about to end you know, and you, you, because like you say, when you first saw you were burned out, you're just, 
waiting for somebody to do it for you because you're you're so exhausted. Nobody could judge you. You know, I've been there. I know a lot of people have been there, but sometimes you gotta you, you gotta take the courage and, and fight and get and find that energy, that strength, and and turn that chapter because you know for for everything that ends, there's something that starts. And yes. I think you were the be, next chapter, right? Yes. And I think what you're doing, the idea, this, the work you put in, creating a community, a, a safe haven, a, a a place of equality. God knows we need that. And 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 it's you know what what fascinates me the most about what you're trying to do is that like we live in a world that everybody constantly complain. We want equality. We want equality. But what you're trying to put forward is like you know you you don't need to say that. We're just living it. Just be it, right? Like if you resonate equality, like then that is just the way it is. Yeah. Rather than why do we have to talk about what well, if we're talking about it all the time, then it's we're not living it, right? Yes. Why label it? Yes. Yes. Totally. So you said something and it connects to that too, that really um, reminds me. So something that I do, uh, and I'm going to start bringing actually to the LinkedIn community, which is kind of an interesting uh, nice. thought in and of itself, is a meditation that I do because I think back both to the point of community, but also our own ability to turn the page of the chapter, right? Close one chapter and open the next one, because we've we've we don't trust our gut anymore. And we've kind of lost that trust and talking about turning the news off and all these things. A lot of those things have eroded our own trust in ourselves, our own knowledge, our own intrinsic knowledge. Um, And so I've been doing a meditation that helps people connect to like themselves and just feel what it feels like when you're in a group, in a community that like, yeah, this, these are my people, right? And then like focus on when you're in a group that you don't feel that way with and like feel the difference in your body somatically. Like you can feel it if you tune into it. And I think what that says to me and why I want to bring it to the LinkedIn audience is the trust part of that, right? Because we all have that gut. We talk about it all the time, the gut instinct. Oh, well, I didn't do that because my gut told me not, but we don't trust that, right? We say, well, back that trust up with some um, data and I'm going to need some facts and some, you know, all these things. It's like, well, if I just, if that's the way it is, then I should just say no, or I should just say yes. yes. My gut is telling me that, right? And so how can we help people come back to that? Because we've lost so much of our own trust in ourselves to make good decisions, to, choose the path to close something like why are we holding on to it because i don't trust myself to take the next step right um so how can we actually bring back some of that trust in ourselves and that relates to community in the fact that i can feel when i'm in a group that's for me or not for me because not every community is going to be for you that's yeah and that's okay and that's that's okay. okay Yeah, totally. Right. And if we can start to anchor in that and say, it's okay, we are all different and all the communities are going to be different. Instead of walking into a community and judging myself and saying, Ooh, what did I do wrong? Why don't they like me? 
I'm, I should be perfect. Everybody should like me, right? Yeah. This idea that that's how it should be. Instead, I can say, Ooh, this is not for me. Yeah. I'm going to do go your best. Uh, try you know, represent yourself at the best possible. And then, you know, it's okay if it's not for you. It's normal. Oh, it's so normal. And we've forgotten that, that it's normal, yeah. that like, we're not going to be best friends with everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I concur. You know, you have to eliminate. I think what's, what's kept us uh, back is, you know, we got to avoid that self doubt. But also um, stop dwelling over things. You know, like you, you spend your, you know, you spend a hundred bucks. Ah, you shouldn't spend. Listen, you spend it. It's not coming back. Keep it moving. Stop dwelling over it. You learned the lesson. You weren't happy. Move forward. Next thing is going to happen again. Now you're, you're able to identify what you want and what you don't want. And ultimately, I think that's something a lot of us don't know ourselves. And this is where important your meditation idea is so important. We got to learn who we are. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a whole life of discovery of who we are, and I think it's really powerful when you anchor into that. And um, what you just said makes me think of one of the most potent, I think, life coaching questions that I would leave everybody with, which is, "What if you knew your life would be magical either way?" Mm. What would you do? Still live. <laughs> I don't know. That's a very that's a very you good have question. A hard decision, and you're like, ooh, this is really scary, right? And it's like this is the safe option, and this is the scary option. It's like, what if you knew, no matter what, whichever one you chose, your life would be magical. What would you choose? Probably the scary one. Because that's probably the one you really want to do, but you're scared of it. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. You can be brave and scared at the same time, right? You actually have to be scared in order to be brave. Yeah. So I think that that's a great question to just keep in your mind to say, like, how do I start to trust myself? Can I ask myself that question and start to say, okay, I can trust myself. It's going to be great, right? Even if I choose this scary option, because to your point. Yeah. If you're, if, yeah. If you're not scared, how would you ever find courage? Yes. Right. You literally cannot have courage without being scared. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, you. You create. You know. You you create life experience. That's another way you build up and you get to know yourself and and accept the things you can and accept, you know you know hope for the things you cannot you know and and push forward and do better. Yeah. And everything is a learning experience. So yes. each, no matter what you do, that's why that question is so potent, because even if you choose the comfortable one, something else is going to present itself. That's going to offer you another option to leap. Yeah. You're going to get to ask yourself the question again. Right. And mm -hmm. hey, so you leap and it doesn't go how you want it. You'll figure it out. You can trust yourself. You can figure it out and it's going to be okay. But, um, that's a hard one to get over yeah. your part. But the more you, the more you anchor into that, the more you start to listen to yourself, to trust yourself, to create that um, library of all the instances where you've trusted yourself and, or where you've overcome a situation that was scary or you didn't know how you were going to handle it. I mean, you've made it to this day in your life. Yeah. You've made it, however many years that is, you've made it here. 
Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a a lot of thing. A lot of things you go through in life. It's scary. It's just because you haven't done it before. You know, you have to you know try it ever until it becomes normal. And when it becomes normal, it's like it's something you just do. And guess what? When we get to a place where it's normal, what are we always looking for? The next thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. A few of us sit still and say, great, I'm going to do this exact same day over and over and over again, right? <laughs> I agree, yeah. And uh, I think it's easy to project that onto other people that um, that are ahead of us, whether that's in age or career or whatever way we frame that for ourselves. And remembering that they're in the, this is the first time they're doing that step too, mm-hmm. right? So I say this to my kids all the time. I'm like, yeah, I've been a mom for six and a half years, but this is the first time I've ever had a four and a six-year-old. Yeah. And next year will be the first time I've ever had a five and a seven-year-old, right? Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Or, you know, in an organization, you could be a younger employee and say, oh, a new CEO, da, 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 da. what are they going to do? Or you could look at them and say, this is the first time that person has ever been a CEO. I bet they're nervous on their first day. Yeah. I bet they don't know. They don't have, you know, they might be a little bit nervous and feeling scared and apprehensive. Anxious, and anxiety. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, so they're X number of years older than you. They're still doing this for the first time. Nobody has gone through the full loop and come back again, or at least remember it. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Uh, yeah. So I think that is very grounding to me that no matter who the person is, whatever they're doing, like they're doing something for the first time today because every day we wake up and it's the first day. Yeah. And we, we have to give thanks to that. You know, it's a, it's a new yeah. opportunity. We got to find a way and do our best to take the opportunity and not take it for granted. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and if you take that scary leap and something doesn't work quite right, you have a new day to figure out a new way. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to, to what you're able to accomplish in, in the near future. Sounds to me like you have a great, um, it's just a great idea. You know, and, and it's, I've learned in my, in my experience in, in entrepreneurship, like when, when it's something good, it's definitely going to take time to develop, but it'll definitely, once it's developed, it'll definitely be established for years to come rather than something you're trying to do quick and make money. It, it doesn't last long. So, you know, keep, keep striving to that you got a great idea I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to what you build and and hopefully being a part of that as well I you know because that. you never know yeah no I would love that I mean it's really it's I I really 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 appreciate that reflection thank you because I think that I for me it's it's about learning through this and I don't have all the answers or how it's going to work so I'm curious to see and to learn from it. And I know there's something here. And so it will present itself in the way that the world needs yeah. it. And I'm just here to bring it into existence. And so um, I'm excited for that. Like, honestly, like I'm just curious and excited to see what happens. And I think that hopefully that's just the right energy and it does create impact 
for many years. It isn't about this year for me or next year. I, mm-hmm. none of, I, I said intentions, not goals, not metrics, any of that stuff. Like yeah. here's the intention and we want to create tone and all that sort of stuff. So uh, thank you. So I thank I, you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, you're on, in my opinion, you're on a right that the right path of success, just saying that you don't know it all. Uh, I, you know, one of uh, one, one of uh, like, in my opinion, right, one of the first thing that you enter entrepreneur entrepreneurship is that you think, you know, everything and you can do this and you can do that. And it's, man, you know, life kiss, kiss you know, gives you curveballs. But if you're able to be honest with yourself and, and 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 be like kids sometimes, like, hey, I don't know at all, I don't know, and continue doing it, man, you have a great journey ahead of you, and, and kudos to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's that's really beautiful reflection for me to hold on to too. So I I'm going to keep that one. Thank you. For that. There you go. Um, before we go, please tell the tell everyone where they can find you at. Sure. So uh, the website is thehumanarray.com. You can also find us on Instagram at thehumanarray. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. You can find the human array there as well as me, Carrie Allen 12, I think is my username on LinkedIn. If you want to tune into um, a more business side of it, Um, Instagram is a little bit more life and mindset um, oriented and join us in the community because it's sure to be a good time. And if you have ideas, suggestions, We are all ears. We want to hear and learn from everybody. So we're excited to bring something into the world that everybody else is passionate about too. Well, boom, there you have it, guys. I'm definitely going to follow them on Instagram and join them. Make sure you go follow them. Go check out their website. Uh, Go support them. Go say hi, at least. A lot of you guys just follow. Say hi. You know, we're looking for that human interaction. Um, Make sure you go on Deal Talk TV on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Go follow me on Instagram at Mr. Dot Dreams by Retain. I'm on threads. Uh, have a good night, guys. I'm out.